0: Hi, this is Tom Field, Editorial Director with Information Security Media Group. We're talking about education and information assurance today. I'm talking with Dr. Brett Landry, who is the Ellis Endowed Chair of Technology Management and Associate Professor and Director at the Center for Academic Excellence in Information Assurance at the University of Dallas. Brett, thanks so much for joining
1: me today. Thank you, Tom. I always enjoy talking about our program here at the University of Dallas.
0: Well, I'm going to give you a chance to do that right now. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and your information security program?
1: Sure. Uh, I've been at the University of Dallas now for three years and joined UD because of its unique focus in information assurance education as well as its unique program in graduate education in the College of Business, especially in our Graduate School of Management. One thing that really differentiates our program with our MBA and Master of Science in Information Assurance, Information Technology, Information Technology Service Management, and a variety of other concentrations is the concept of scholar practitioners. That is that every one of our professors has worked in the industry they teach in. So prior to coming to the university, I worked in Information Assurance in the private and public sectors before. My colleagues in marketing and accounting and finance have also done this similar. So we've got a real interesting perspective on our education at the graduate level that we really can say, here's what really happens there. And the majority of our uh, colleagues still consult in those areas as well. And what are some additionally uh, please go ahead. I, I was going to say additionally uh, our information assurance program is unique in that it maps fully to the um, Committee on National Security Standards, CNS forty eleven through forty sixteen. Uh, something that only seven other universities in the world share.
0: So you really are doing some unique things there. What are some other aspects of the program that you find particularly unique, Brett?
1: Uh, something that, that we really like is that it is a on ground, on campus mix and match program. That it's very easy for you to start off as an on ground student or an online student, and because of travel needs or job requirements or whatever, that you may not be able to, to be in in the Dallas area to take a course. So we have students that take their entire program online or have, because of work requirements, mix and match pr- programs, um, it's very flexible in terms of you're know, not pigeonholed into one program or the other. And that flexibility makes it very easy for students to complete their degrees, as well as the, the concept that it really is a program that is at a student's own pace. So I have students that may... F- finish their Master of Science in a year and a half, some do it in five years. It really depends on their schedule, and what's going on with their working career.
0: What's interesting, I wanted to ask you about your students. You talked about them being online and on ground. Who are your core students and what type of background do they bring to the program?
1: All of our graduate students have a working background. They've worked in an industry before. Some of them are working to sharpen their skills in particular industries. Some of them may be managers that are looking to become more technical. Some of them are technicians that are looking to become more managerial. Sometimes we have students that are looking to do a complete uh, job and career change. I have a, a student that's coming to the program this fall. She, her background is in K-5 education, but sees the need for protecting children online and, and the concerns and, and issues there and is looking to do kind of a wholesale career change for and looking to be in information insurance in the education area. And we have a number of courses to bring people up to speed. If you're not in a business and technology background, we have foundation courses that allow students to uh, kind of ramp up and catch up with students that, that have been working in the field for, for a long time. The majority of our students are uh, if I had to take a kind of a cross demographic are, are in the mid thirties in their age group they have worked in industry for a while so it's not a 50 year undergraduate program it's something that you know people can really work with teams on and really focus on you know here's really you know a group of colleagues that you can go through your curriculum with
0: so these are people that for the most part are in jobs today correct that's correct so it's not like you're placing them someplace when they leave but what are they doing in their careers when they've gone through the program
1: it it really depends. We, a number of our online students are, are in the government sector and are looking to for advancement there. Um, a lot of times it's for additional certification. Our program dovetails nicely with the CISSP from ISC Squared, so the Certified Information Security Systems Professional uh, is is a good fit with that. Um, so a lot of our students are, are going and completing that as it's trying, you know, that, that allows them to advance further in their careers. It really depends. I've seen students you know, that are very technical that, that have moved into more managerial roles and more managerial going into um, other roles. It just really becomes a, a gateway for them to, to advance their careers.
0: I would bet too that you see some of these students coming back to the school to help to teach.
1: Yes, we have. We've had um, a really active alumni program that have been involved in both um, coming back to help with projects, to help with, with adjuncts and it's full-time professionals that have come back and teach with us. Um, it's really kind of a unique group that have come back to work with us. One of the things that that helps with that is that our MBA program, students actually complete a real-life consulting project. So our MBA capstone project is in the final MBA uh, semester and students have the opportunity to work with a real company, either private sector or public sector, uh, sometimes nonprofit. Uh, we've done international capstones, we've done local capstones, it really depends on what the client needs at the time, to really go in and, and meet with C-level executives on their business needs and spend a 12-week project on consulting. Here is a business need, it could be technical, it could be a managerial, it could be a business opportunity, and really focus in on what that customer needs, who's, who's going to be the client. And it's it's a true consulting project.
0: Well, it's good. Now, as you know, the president has put a, a major focus on cybersecurity, and you hear both the private and the public sectors talking a lot more about information assurance. How do you see information assurance education evolving in the coming years, with all this emphasis on the topic?
1: I think we're going to continue to see a, a heightened focus of it, um, just you know, this past weekend with the recent uh, attacks coming from um, supposedly North Korea, we we haven't confirmed that's where they're from, but they're looking like that's where they're coming from. Uh, we're going to see a continued global focus on this. What's unique for UD is that we are a traditional brick and mortar university. I think you're going to see a lot more kind of schools pop up saying we're a, an information assurance school that doesn't have the credentials from the NSA or Homeland Security. Or other traditional academic accrediting bodies to really support them. So from our standpoint, you know, we are very much involved with the other centers of academic excellence. The NSA has uh, over 85 schools now worldwide, and we partner with those schools to work with uh, their programs. And every school has a little different focus, Um, and that's important for students to look at. You know, when they're looking for for an information assurance school, what fits them. But I think we're going to see a continued heightened on this, the idea of organized cyber attacks from around the globe are a real possibility that happen every day. Uh, we see it uh, with the credit card industry. We see it with banking. We see it with political targets that we did this past weekend. And we see it with our children. We see something with our um, K-12 environment where they are just actively attacked by online predators on a regular basis from around the world. So there is definitely a, a heightened need for that. It's something that I feel very um, proud of the work that we're doing at UD and the other centers of active excellence as well, that we're looking at protecting our national assets. We're looking at protecting our children. And when it comes down to it, that is a very important mission for us to do.
0: Now, you talked about your ties to both the private and the public sectors. and I understand certainly a university like yours doesn't exist as an island. What do you need? from the private and public sectors to be able to help you grow effectively.
1: Well, the the public sector is going is, is coming there with with greater awareness. Um, one of the things that that, that needs to come up is that, that there needs to be a, a greater focus on what the real threats are. When I talk to uh, parents groups and I talk to church groups, it's amazing to, to see how much how many parents don't understand the real threats that exist online for their children, um, with social networking sites, and you know something that's like really needed there from you know it's more education, more awareness in those programs. Um, in terms of industry support, we're we're seeing it now with with some of the software industries supporting universities um, in terms of academic grants. There's a lot more work to be done there. Um, a lot of the production software, such as the forensic toolkits and other software packages. Aren't, haven't been really developed w- well to work in an academic environment. So it's hard to train and work with those tools. And we've been working with a couple of companies um, this year on building our online forensic lab. And it's, it's a bit of a work because those packages are not quite ready for uh, academic lab environments. So they're prim- primarily designed for a single user in front of you know, a single server. But um, I think with a greater focus on... The use of those in academic s- schools, that you know, with student rights and things like that, and limited resources, those kinds of tools can be you know pushed further into the academic environment. Uh, one of the things that we're doing with our online forensic lab right now is I have online students from around the world that are actually working on digital forensic investigations, and you know the idea that they they're walking away with real tangible uh, tool sets that they can go and look at what really goes on in a uh, Investigation.
0: Boy, it doesn't get any more real than that, does it?
1: No, it doesn't. And, you know, we're, we're using fictitional data and fictitional, um, evidence, but there is so much out there, and it's, uh, it's just amazing, um, how much, uh, for lack of a better word, the, the the art of hiding information in other files exists out there. And the digital playground is, is a perfect place to hide it.
0: Brett, one last question for you. You certainly talk to a lot of people in their careers that are looking to, to broaden themselves in information assurance. If you were to give a piece of advice to someone that's looking to start a career in information assurance today, what advice would you give to them?
1: I would, you know, the whole area of information technology, information assurance, even into the ITIL, information technology service management, is such a broad umbrella. And I would suggest for them to take some introductory courses, principles courses, foundations courses, things like that to try kind to of find out what is their avenue. And even in the in the area of information assurance, it is a broad arena. So we have the whole science of cryptography, the whole area of forensics, the whole area of network management and e commerce assurance and, and certainly PCI has put a higher focus on network management, telecommunications management and risk continues to put a place there. We look at SOCs and and other uh, legal compliance issues we have to face. So I would t- you know advise someone that there is no such thing as an information assurance expert. And we have experts in these sub areas. And for them to really look at, you know as they take courses or look at programs, understand what things really interest them. If they are really into the math behind it, then cryptography is a wonderful science to be in. But if they're not a math person, going into a heavy crypto field is not going to be a good fit for them. So really look at, at the individual's domains in information assurance. Certainly the uh, ISC squared uh, common body knowledge, the CBK, is a good place to look. That, that breaks down information assurance into 10 uh, domains or 10 areas. They overlap somewhat, but it gives us some area there. Um, they're certainly welcome to come look at the University of Dallas and contact us, and we can... Yeah, you know, talked about what's a, what's a good focus for our program. Um, there are just a lot of good information assurance schools right now across the country. I would um, really tell someone if they're looking for a program, either at the undergraduate or graduate level, to make sure that, that it is certified by the NSA and Homeland Security, that they have met some level of the basic steps that their program is accredited and valuable and it's something that we go through on a regular basis. We just finished our review this year, and we've been certified for another five years with our curriculum to match the, the national standards.
0: Very good. Brett, I appreciate your time and your insight today.
1: Tom, thank you for the opportunity. We've been talking
0: with Brett Landry from the University of Dallas. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.